It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is November 20th, 2018. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Joining me today as co-host is Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired, former Deputy Secretary for the Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs. Also, uh, I hope he's having a good morning. We've had some bad luck over the uh, couple of days and, and hope everything's starting to straight out, straight, straighten out there for you, Bill. We're working on it, Gary, and as always, it's great to be with you. All right, I appreciate it. Now, again, uh, Bill has always uh, pulled in some good articles, and he brought a couple of them in today about a class action suit against the Navy over the bad paper. What's that all about, Bill? Well, Gary, this is uh, a, a, a very good testament to when veterans uh, are joined together and they're working for a common purpose, uh, things can be uh, forced uh, that was being taken lightly. And basically what has happened is that veterans from the Navy and Marine Corps, for what they say were undiagnosed mental health problems, will be able to move ahead with a class action lawsuit against the military asking for denied benefits. Now, these are the individuals, Gary, who were uh, discharged with bad paper, and as a result of the bad paper, you know, it pretty much... uh, shuts the lights out uh, as far as uh, uh, getting any help and assistance by way of benefits and service-connected disabilities or even health care. Right. And interestingly enough, one of our uh, guests, uh, whom uh, I'm sure you uh, recall, uh, uh, has uh, been in the forefront of this, uh, Tyson Manker, who's an advocate... uh, uh, with law lawmakers pushing to get answers for bad paper and the discharges, he called the court's favorable ruling favor further interest uh, and evidence on the Department of Defense's grace uh, disgraceful violation of legal rights for men and women who have served their country. So, Gary, what this means is that. Uh, Uh, This group now has uh, been working hard so that they can get in before a court of law and they get this bad paper situation turned around. Wow. You know, that's not, uh, you know, what about, I guess about two years ago, uh, the Department of Defense uh, came down with, I guess, another sort of bad paper, too, uh, where they declared uh, almost 50,000 veterans that died, and they didn't die. Try getting that fixed. Remember that, Bill? Yes, absolutely. So, Gary, this means we must in all ways, in all cases, be vigilant in moving towards uh, uh, getting those benefits that we richly deserve from our service to the country. That's true. That's true. The other article you had is evidence uh, actually linking hypertension to Agent Orange exposure. Explain that one, Bill. 
<laughs> well, uh, Gary, this is uh, an interesting uh, uh, development here where researchers with the National Academy uh, Academies of Science, Engineering, and Medicine found for the first time that enough evidence exists to link hypertension to Agent Orange exposure during the Vietnam War. Now, Gary, this is so important because, you know, we're, we're not where we need to be with this totally, but by having boots on the ground uh, during the uh, Vietnam War, there's a possibility for this situation to be declared as a presumptive condition of our men and women who served in Vietnam. Now, the finding announced Thursday, this past Thursday, bolsters the case for veterans with hypertension to be granted easier access to Department of Veterans Affairs benefits, and advocates argued that before last week's announcement, researchers had determined there was only limited or suggestive evidence hypertension could be caused by chemical herbicides used in, in Vietnam. So these most recent findings turns that around, and here's another opportunity uh, uh, for our veterans to uh, uh, get in to get those services and uh, be checked out. That's true, and that's true. I hope everything goes smoothly with that. All right, let's get on with our show. Bill, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest? Well, our guest today is a good friend who's been with us before, Phil Strambler, a Vietnam-era Marine Corps officer, founded the In Honor of Our Troops Foundation in January of 2012 in Washington, D.C., Bill was a director of marketing and commercial activities in the Family, Morale, Welfare, and Recreation Directorate of Walter Reed Army Medical Center for more than 15 years. Bill retired and became IHOOT's chief executive officer when the Walter Reed Washington, D.C. campus closed and realigned at Bethesda, Maryland. IHOOT's very popular Vacations for Vets program provides rest, recuperation, and therapeutic healing for servicemen, women, wounded warriors, and veterans. The IHU Foundation is proud to have provided free accommodations for more than 3,400 military and veteran families to help them reconnect and reestablish healthy family relationships, especially following a war and long deployments. All of the resources in the Vacations for Vets inventory are four- and five-star rated condominiums, all villas generously provided to IHU. Phil, welcome again to the American Heroes Network. Welcome, Phil. Well, good morning, gentlemen, and it is uh, really a pleasure to, to be with you guys again. Um, actually, I have a couple of updates, and uh, the great great introduction there, Bill, it's always good to, to hear uh, just how you um, introduce everyone on this network with a lot of pride and a lot of spirit. Um, IHOOT is still alive and well. Uh, we've uh, 
grown since the last time we spoke with you. Uh, actually, I want to want to make sure that the uh, the dates are correct. <clears throat> it was actually we actually founded IHOOT in two thousand two, and uh, we became a nonprofit in two thousand nine. Um, now, of course, the last time I was on your show, we had served over 3,500 families. Uh, that number is well over 6,000 now. All right. Um, I think the la- I think we were averaging about anywhere from 20 to 30 applications a week uh, for our popular Vacations for Vets program before. Now we get well over 100 applications a week. So the program is growing. It's still totally word of mouth. <clears throat> We still give 100% of everything that we, that we get back to the program. That's very important because a lot of people, especially in this, this, this day and age where it's all about money and it's all about uh, what you get out of everything. And, I, you know, it's, it's great for the people that donate to, or, uh, the, to the foundation, uh, individuals as well as corporations. It's good that they know that... Their money is not used for um, for operations. The money is used to to support the vacation for vets program to support the troops, one hundred percent. Now, how often do you hear that from a nonprofit That's organization? True. Not very often. No, but um, we do, and uh, we're very proud. Also, we are in the process of restructuring. Uh, Bill mentioned that I was with uh, Morale, Welfare, and Recreation. I was a director there at Walter Reed for more than 15 years. And um, so I knew a lot of the shortcomings that the soldiers and the families had. And uh, housing and legal services and some of the things that you guys are doing and Bill is doing, researching, finding ways to help the troops, we did all of that. Um, Once we... uh, once Walter Reed closed and I was appointed as the CEO, we decided to have a retreat and to determine what we really wanted to do uh, in light of all the thousands of other foundations that were out there. And we decided that Vacation for Vets would be the only program that we would support. Um, <clears throat> keeping that in mind, we have now, we are have already uh, formed a second foundation, and the nonprofit will be vacationsforvets.org. Uh, it's not important that you know, that you remember all that now because it's, it, we're still in the in the making. We've already done it administratively, but we don't want to confuse our our public. IHOOT is still overseeing uh, as a for-profit organization, but the nonprofit will now be Vacations for Vets. So, maybe we can uh, move forward from there. Does anybody have any questions so far? Have I confused you? <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. You know, there, sometimes uh, uh, I'm talking about other programs, other vacation programs. They can be uh, quite um, complicated. But uh, I see that that's your main concern here, Phil, is to try to make it as easy as possible. And, um, you know, what's what was uh, uh, your concerns when you formed this uh, uh, nonprofit? Well, you know, being there, working primarily with the families because the soldiers were deployed and we were back home seeing what was happening to the families at all levels, 
whether they were in the, the, the lowest enlisted level to the highest uh, officer level. And what we saw, what I observed, was that the toughest time for the families was when the soldier actually came home. And I'm using the term soldier to, to cover all services, whether they're Marines, Air Force, or, or Navy. Um, but when they would come home, here you came, herein was the problem. You had a soldier that had been fighting a war or in a combat zone or deployed, and the family back home was left to fend for themselves. Uh, we as the government didn't do very well in preparing either side for that. We, our soldiers were well trained and they knew what to do in combat, but the families were not trained well enough to know what to do when suddenly left alone. <clears throat> so you have a young or old or any age between uh, from the ranks of private to general of a family that's been home and learning how to deal with either having money or not having money or, or dealing with rent and things that they ordinarily didn't have to do, or if they did, they did it with the help of, of the sponsor. So the soldier comes home, and the family has no idea what that soldier's been going through. But at the same time, that soldier has no idea what that family has been going through while he's been away. He or she has been away. So what you had there was a conflict. Neither one of them knew the other. They really didn't know him. You're coming back to a new person who has learned how to be independent in the, in the, uh, in the light of the soldier. And then the family sees a soldier coming home that is totally different. Because we all know, and Bill, you can attest to this, you go to war, you don't come back the same. It doesn't matter whether you fought in the war. It doesn't matter where you were in the combat zone. If you go away to war, you do not return the same. So what I saw was that was the time when the divorces occurred. That was the time when the misunderstandings occurred. And that's when we, we knew, uh, as a person who dealt in the psychological field so much, I knew that you can't heal. It's very difficult to heal in the environment that you got, that you got sick in. So that's when we developed vacations for vets. Let's get them out of that military environment. Let's send them away where they don't have to worry about any expenses or anything like that, and let's let them try to reconnect. So All right. We're going to take, we're gonna go ahead and take a uh, quick break, uh, Phil, and you're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on our Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. 
By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We are our guest, Phil, with iHoot and also Vacations for Vets. <laughs> All right. Now, um, uh, Phil, how does, a, how does a veteran qualify uh, to go on one of these vacations? Well, that's a very good question, and I'm glad you asked it again because <clears throat> we've even simplified, simplified that process. It used to be that, you, you know, we, we, we put out that active duty, um, National Guard, um, a veterans, family, so forth, so on. Right now, to qualify, you have to be a veteran that served honorably, period. doesn't matter what era doesn't matter what service, it doesn't matter whether you were in combat or not, just that you were a veteran, you are a veteran with honorable service. And you simply, if you qualify in that realm, of course you do have to provide a DD-214 or one of the other documents that shows that you are actually honorably discharged, then you just go online to www.ihoot, I-H-O-O-T, in honor of our troops, .org. And uh, apply. Pretty simple. So just about anything can uh, be proof about your honorable dis- discharge. Well, not anything. We are we are pretty pretty strict about the documentation. Normally, uh, in the past, we only accepted the DD two fourteen. As you know, that is your discharge document, and it states whether you're what your discharge was, whether it was honorable, general, or dishonorable. Um, but now. Um, they've come out with some other documents. There's a certification document that you can get uh, from St. Louis that shows, that actually states what your rank was, how long you were in the service, and so forth, and it has a seal. So any document that has a seal qualifies. Even the VA has some, some documentation that, shows that, a, that proves that a person was honorably discharged. How about your VA ID? Well, the VA ID is... Is uh, are you talking about some medical ID? Yeah, your picture ID. You know, that's he's got a picture your ID. Your picture uh, ID that you have on 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 the service. No, that does not, and neither does a um, a military ID card does not qualify. Okay. We we need to be able to know because some people still have their IDs. You know, it just we have to be strict about that because we have so many people now that do qualify as veterans, as honorably discharged veterans, and um, 
and we want to make sure that they're the ones that, that, that benefit from this program. That's right. Bill? Well, Phil, this is, this is interesting. And, uh, you know, what, what I want to put together here is now what you're doing now with IHOOT, what you've done at Walter Reed, uh, and being able to uh, have a bird's-eye view of the, how uh, men and women have so- survived after being exposed to war and long deployments when they come back to their uh-huh. families. Now, you heard in our, in, our, in, in our introduction with news today about this, this uh, somewhat of a victory of uh, these bad paper discharges, and you just also identified what's necessary to qualify to get beyond the first step. Talk a little bit about uh, that situation with the bad paper, and it may be questionable bad paper that the, uh, the veteran doesn't clearly understand, but at the same time is trying to get beyond what they've been exposed to in those deployments as they return back to home and community. Uh, how complex can that be for a situation for our men and women who are trying to, uh, uh, you know, get back to uh, hopefully close to where they were when they left? Well, that, that's an, an excellent, excellent and very deep question. <clears throat> and I have, uh, we've grown, you know, initially we were, it was like, okay, you've got to be, uh, we, when we started this program, you had to be a wounded warrior. Now, what's the definition of a wounded warrior? Well, we really weren't, there really wasn't a definition, but the definition that was used was if you were wounded in combat. Well, that's not very fair to the ones that go to combat and don't get wounded, is it? But, so we've grown since then, but when you talk about the, the type of discharge, um, you can study the DD-214 um, for years and still see things on it that you didn't see before. And many of these soldiers don't understand the type of discharge. You know, you come back home, you just want to go home. And sometimes you will accept something. Sometimes there's an error, in the, uh, an administrative error, and this is why we've gone from only accepting honorable discharges to accepting under honorable conditions, as long as it's under honorable conditions. A general discharge, for example, is under uh, honorable conditions. That's, that qualifies. Uh, and Bill, you being an active duty officer and so, and me being an active duty Marine, you know, Marines were kind of like the bad guys sometimes, uh, in, uh, not in combat, but in, uh, in garrison. We get in trouble. And back in our day, you could you would get uh, what they call office hours or an Article 15, and so your career would survive it. In this day and age, a soldier can't survive with an Article 15, and they can end up really with bad paper. So that is uh, something that we have to pay particular attention to, and we have discovered some soldiers that have an error on their, on their discharge papers, and unfortunately we aren't equipped to fix that. But we do send them, we tell them where to go to try to get that, get that fixed. And it's a difficult process, and that needs to be fixed. Well, well, absolutely, because that can be, as you just mentioned, a long, drawn-out process uh, in correcting uh, military records. It's a big deal. 
But, you know, you have to start from somewhere, and uh, and I think that this news that we just got today uh, that uh, started out last week, it, it isn't the answer, but it certainly opens up a window where uh, men and women who serve and have that bad paper or questionable bad paper becomes official, that there's a route now that uh, they might be able to go through the courts uh, uh, since that's open to present those cases and to get this situation turned around. Well, I, I actually took notes when I'm listening to you uh, prior to the, you know, to the opening here. And, because um, now I need to think about that. We need to think about that. You know, everybody serves their time. Even prisoners, people who commit crimes, serve their time and they're released. So why should we keep punishing them? And that's something I'm going to really take a look into, Bill, and I'm going to ask for your help in that also. Uh, because, you know, you, you have a soldier that, yes, they got, a, got bad paper. But why shouldn't they? I mean, how long, how long ago was that? And what are they doing now? And maybe we should look at that, and, um, and maybe our board should look at it and say, well, you know what? It's not fair that this person is not qualified for our program. So that's something, I've, just by what you said earlier, I'm going to be looking into that. And I would like your help. So, so Phil, you know, we, we, we think we've got a, a route that's available to us that we established on November 9th, the military, Maryland Military Coalition, where we're going to be involved in legislation at both the state and national level and uh uh, we can put that up on the on the on the block there to be dealt with. Absolutely, and uh, that that coalition. I'm glad I was there, and I'm hoping that I'll um, continue to be involved with it as a board member. But uh, I can tell you that you've got it's so diverse of the end of the members that you have, the 13 members that you have right now in that coalition, um, from young, not only age but you know, from the various services and when they served up until now. Because an old soldier is going to look at it differently than uh, a modern-day soldier. And yeah, we've got need... 2 people and, and, and retired and people who served and, uh, uh, you know, still have issues out there in the community. That's that. You're right, and I, that's what was so impressive to me, and that's why immediately I wrote a letter to the, to the chairman and said, I, I want to be involved. No question about it, because we need to, that's our, our, I mean, it's all, it all goes back to taking care of the troops, whether they're on active duty, uh, whether they're retired, or whether they're just discharged. They're all the troops, and that's what it's all about. And this is why we've changed our attitude from only serving certain categories. We serve all veterans. We don't care. We don't care when you serve. If you served in World War One and you're lucky enough to be alive, you qualify for our program. That's right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
by providing a unique blend of information and advocacy. We are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're with our guest, Phil, with iHoot. And, uh, Phil, I guess we want to get into some questions about the family. Can, the, can a family member actually apply for individual vacations? Uh, a family member, uh, meaning the spouse, either the member or the spouse, the yes. spouse can apply for the member. But the actual, uh, the way the resorts have it set up is the actual veteran has to sign in, has to check in. I see. Um, so, yes, the, the spouse can apply, but she, you know, she can do all the information, put the application in, everything. But uh, when they get to the resort, the member that has the, the veteran with the ID card has to check in. Okay. Now, what if there's a widow involved, a widow of the service member <clears throat> eligible, how do, how do they prove um, that they qualify. Well, you know, that's a good, that's another, you guys ask so many good questions because widows are qualified for the program. And, um, and what I found is that when they apply, when a widow applies, I get involved personally. I always get involved personally. I will call them, uh, which we don't usually get into phone calls because you know, you never get anything done when you're on the phone a lot of times. But, um, Every widow, when a, when, a, when a soldier passes and goes through the process, every widow has a, um, uh, has a death certificate. So it is required. All she has to do is just prove that her husband served. And it's not, I mean, we don't, it's not a drilled down procedure. Uh, I tend to leave it when a, um, when a family, when a spouse says, I, I'm a widow. But actually, it is pretty well documented on several um, pieces of paper that they get when they go through the process of burying their, uh, their loved ones. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's not difficult for us to prove that. But they are qualified. And, and service academies now are also eligible to apply. And the National Guard... Also, even though the National Guard, I w- it was a great education for me, the National Guard members don't always get a DD-214 unless they were called on active duty for 
uh, a particular mission. And um, but they are also qualified to apply. All right, Bill. Yes. Well, yeah, Phil. You know, uh, this is great because uh, from your last response. I think what this tells our listening audience is that uh, you're looking for all kinds of ways to be inclusive as opposed to excluding uh, 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 folks who could be included, uh, you know, for some uh, menial kind of thing. But, you know, a a lot of thought is going into that, and I think that that's great because uh, the inclusive way seems always to be the best, especially for our men and women who serve the country. Now, we're into the holiday season now, uh, uh, November and December, and I'm sure a lot of people uh, uh, in our veterans community uh, may be thinking about that. Any interesting uh, things that's going on location-wise that you would suggest to our listening audience that they might consider? Well, you know, and uh, once again, great question. Um, it used to be, I think even the last time we uh, was on your show, that um, holiday periods were not available. And the reason for that, because most of these are villas, condominiums, timeshares owned by, by folks, and they use it themselves during the holidays, or the kids use it, or family members or somebody uses it. They give it away as a gift or whatever. Um, <clears throat> that has since... That has since changed now. Um, what we tell our our folks is that plan your vacation just like you would any other. You wouldn't apply for Christmas now if you were planning a vacation. You would have applied for it six months ago. So what we tell them, and it is documented on the web page also on the website, is that you know plan far enough in advance. In advance, you can get. Thanksgiving, you can get the Christmas holidays, you can get New Year's. Um, whereas before it was it was slim to none, we would discourage. And you made a very good point there that we try to be inclusive rather than exclusive. And uh, that was a learning process too. You know, even you know coming from the military as I have in three generations of the military, um, and and the, and working with the VA. You know, we all know there were times when everything was exclusive. You, you know, you had to have that special deal in order to, to get special treatment. Well, that's no longer true. Uh, it is to get that special treatment, you just have to be a veteran. Simply, simple as that. And once we look into some of these other things that we've been discussing today with bad paper and so forth and other things, it may be even simpler. Um, we just want to make sure that the right people the people that we're targeting, uh, which are the troops and their families, actually benefit, get the benefit of the program. You know what, and it's really, it's been very rare that we've had um, someone try to infiltrate the system, someone try to beat the system. Military just isn't made that way. The people that would do that would be, would be people that visit the website that aren't qualified, that have never served and have never done anything for the troops. And, and we do get that every so often, but it's very easy to see. And the, the simplest way to, to, to get that is just provide your DD-214, and most of them don't even know what that is. So inclusive as opposed to exclusive, that was a learned process, and that's where we are right now, Bill and, and Gary. 
We want to make sure that because if you, you know if you think about the lower ranking soldiers, um, the eighteen, nineteen year old kid, uh, and this, especially if it's a spouse that's applying, they give up pretty easily because it might be too hard. So you got to make it very, very simple. Not because of their education level. You got to make it simple because they're used to being rejected, and we don't want them to feel that way at all. That's true. And you know, Phil, one of the other things about this is, uh, you know, you've been on this uh, uh, program before, and uh, I think uh, the word gets out to uh, a lot of locations everywhere around the world. Uh, there's still that lack of knowledge and information about this program and others that are similar uh, uh, to this. And um, I know uh, I spend a considerable amount of time when I'm visiting various places, and we get to a point to where we talk about relaxation because we've got people who are suffering uh, and, and trying to overcome post-traumatic stress and to be able to do something else and relax. And, uh, you know, as much as we talk about it, it, it's still an unknown, and they're very surprised to know about it. And uh, I, 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 I think that having the opportunity to have you here to talk about even with the updates, because everything changes, so that becomes of interest to our veteran community. Well, that is, uh, that is true. And we have always been a word-of-mouth program, and the reason for that uh, is that we keep our overhead low. Um, we want to make sure that we can keep this program, the, at least the accommodation phase of it, free, because that's, that's the most expensive part, um, short of going to Fiji and some of the places way, a long way off where the, where the airfare is very expensive. But for the most part, we're able to save the average amount that we can save any family is about $3,500. And that's well, very significant. That's yes, very significant, is. even to, to you and I and all the rest of us, or to anyone. That's very, very significant. And if you go to somewhere like Maui in Hawaii, uh, you can save as much as six or $7,000 because your accommodations may be $750 a day. But that's what, a con that's what Vacations for Vets does. And we do that by forming relationships with these resorts. Um, forming relationships, CEO to CEO, and then getting folks like you, Gary, you and, and, and Bill. I mean, without programs like this, I could never afford to go and advertise on a radio show. I would. I have to find someone that cares about what we're doing and cares about the troops like you guys do. And um, that's how we, we do it. Now, hopefully, uh, we may get to a point where some of the big guys, meeting some of these celebrities and so forth, may look at us and say, you know what, I really like your program and I really want to be involved. Uh, unbeknownst to a lot of people, those, these, most of those celebrities are getting paid to be on TV and do those things, believe it or oh. not. Oh, yes. uh, but we hope that we'll find the one that says, I want to help you and I'm going to help you. And, and we get through and get the word out. So, you're, Bill, you're, you're right on the money, and you too, Gary. People don't know about it. But I tell you what, what, more are finding out because we went from, you know, from five to ten applications 
you know, uh, 15 years ago, uh, 12 years ago, to over 100 today. So the word is getting out, but it's still word of mouth. Well, Bill, you know, this is like uh, an epiphany is in progress right now, and all kind of light bulbs are going off in our heads. (laughs) (laughs) you're you're right you're right and and you know i'm going to tell you something about the military that i love and uh, i know we're getting close to a a break coming up but i want to just say this real quick you would think now my vacation for vets program manager her big worry is that we're not this should she thinks this program should be just for the troops um and i understand why but you know what you would think that um that would be a big problem, but it's really not. You don't have, most of the people applying for this are the ones that really, really need it. But how do you know who really needs it? I know full colonels that have been divorced, and they have five kids, and their new spouse has five kids. I don't care what grade you are, how much money you make. If you got ten kids, you got a problem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sure. So I have to make sure that everybody, and I get that question from a lot of uh, donors. Well, why do you have this available to majors and lieutenant colonels and colonels? Because they're veterans. I don't discriminate. I don't. I don't do that. It's if you are a veteran. Now, if you are a lieutenant colonel or a colonel. And your first priority should be the troops. And for the most part, it is. But I have colonels and lieutenant colonels, like I said before, they're suffering too. The economy's tough. So the program is open to all veterans. That's unbelievable. And then again, you know, those those 10 kids are going to have kids, the grandkids. Now, I have 14 grandkids. (laughs) Where am I going to fit them? (laughs) Wow. <laughs> Put them in the service. Then they can qualify for free vacations, at least. Yeah. I should qualify. You, know, you open the door. <laughs> it's a vacation just for me. <laughs> well, and, and you know, when you talk about advertising, so you, you can't, you know, we have to just broaden our thinking because it's not just the soldiers talking. It's the spouses. It's even the families. One of the best testimonies I ever got was written on a napkin by a seven-year-old that said, thank you for helping my daddy. That blew me away, and I've never forgotten that. So everybody talks. So if if you have a great experience, you know, you tell, you may not tell as many people as you would if you had a bad experience, but you do tell more people, and that, that helps. That's true. Well, we're going to go ahead and take our last break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. 
by providing a unique blend of information and advocacy. We are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and syndicated on iTunes. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Phil, with iHoot. And uh, Phil, why don't you go ahead and give us your URL? I uh, surely will. As the name of the foundation is in, uh, in honor of our troops, and the actual acronym using the first letter of all is IHOOT, I-H-O-O-T, as it's known to most of the troops, www.ihoot.org. The, you can email us at vacationsforvets at gmail.com. One question we didn't cover, Phil, if we could probably just do it quickly. Um, you mentioned that uh, you'd have to make the vacations uh, six months in advance. Is that correct? No, no. Only, no. only if you're looking to get into a, um, uh, a holiday season, oh, okay. you know, a high occupancy okay. season. No, you can. We're actually now, there's a 12-week window. We say it, that you need to apply to allow 12 weeks from the date that you apply to the date that you want to check in. So that's three months. But it doesn't, it's not a firm thing. Some people can apply now and get something next month. So just, um, and I'll tell you why I leave it that way, because a lot of folks don't know about the program, and they've already made their vacation plans, and then they hear about it. So I can always tell, though, there's somebody that says, hey, I want to get accommodations for next month. And I already know, well, he's already got accommodations. He's just trying to get free accommodations. So. Mm -hmm. That's no, true. There's no, there's no limit there, but I like it to be three months at least. It gives my vacation for program manager time. And, and there's no, they pay for their own transportation, correct? Right. So what we provide are accommodations only at this time, and I, I will preface that but say to say that when we first started the program, we did um, have air, an airline sponsor. The American Airlines did sponsor it, and we gave the entire vacation. But, you know, the, a lot of things happened, the price of fuel and mm-hmm. so forth and so on. So now, we, right now, we're only doing the accommodations, accommodations only. Hopefully, we'll get to the point where we can do more. Wow, unbelievable. All right. Now, again, we only have a couple minutes left, Phil. It was a pleasure having you on the show this morning. What would you like to share with our listeners in closing? Well, the main thing I'd like to share with the listeners is to have you share with another veteran, all of the listeners. If you're not a veteran, then share it with a veteran. But every family member has someone in that family that is, that is a vet. 
And uh, so I, I would like for you to share it with them. I'd like for you to go to our website and click into our website, and you'll notice that we do have a, a travel partner on our site that, um, that actually can provide accommodations for people that aren't veterans. So check our website out, and, uh, and you'll see a lot of things that you didn't know. If nothing else, you'll be educated on what we do, uh, and you'll, it'll take you 10 minutes to go through the whole thing. All right. Can't beat that. Bill? Well, Phil, uh, thank you again for taking time out of your very busy schedule. Thank you for your service to this great country of ours. Thank you for your continued service to the men and women who serve today. And uh, this is a, a an, an outstanding program that uh, I, I think is great for our troops. I've looked at some of the testimonials on the website, but I think you gave the best one with that uh, kid that sent you uh, the uh, notice back uh, and how uh, their father was taken care of. So thank you for being with us today. My pleasure. My absolute pleasure. I'm always available for you guys. All right. Appreciate that, uh, Phil. And again, if you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 right on our website. And you can hear all the archived shows right from your phone. And remember, we spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any mobile device. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you next week. Be safe out there. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation. Thanks to you, we're living free. We're a quilt of many colors, and we breathe red.